Hey everyone, welcome to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. We are coming at you with a special holiday episode. We watched, I would actually say we inhaled Dash and Lily. Yes. (laughs) It's hard, honestly, it's hard not to just binge the whole thing. It's so quick. It's very, very fast and um, just like a perfect way to start this holiday season. So we will get into that um, and it will be lots of fun. Um, First, TV news. There's a lot of it, but we've narrowed it down to only the good stuff, only for you. Because it's Mm -hmm. been a while. (laughs) First and um, the longest ago was the election. And Donald Glover graced us with his presence on Twitter. And it was amazing. And he said that Atlanta seasons three and seasons four are going to be some of the best television ever made. He said, Sopranos are the only ones who can touch us. So there you have it. There you have it. Another piece of news that is from a couple weeks ago, but is extremely important to us in particular, and so it should be important to you, is Apple TV Plus. They are um, launching like a whodunit comedy series starring, and I'll start, I'll list them in the order that they tweeted because it's shocking how it ends. <laughs> it's the perfect order for us. Yeah. And okay, so <laughs> Tiffany Haddish, Sam Richardson, who we love from Veep, and I think you should leave. I've been watching that and I was just gonna say I hope she says I think you should leave. Oh my gosh, that's I need to watch that again. What it just feels so seasonal. There's so many Christmas mm-hmm. jokes in it. Yeah, they really um, are. Ben Schwartz. Ike Barinholtz. These are all people that we kind of like, well, especially Sam and Ike so far are very kind mm-hmm. of like niche obsessions. That, that yeah, and like I feel like we haven't seen either of them for a while. Right. Especially Ike. Yes, especially Ike. So this is amazing news. Dave Franco, who like so, who doesn't love Dave Franco? We, we love by Dave proxy. Yes. And and we just love him, but also because he's married to Allison Brie and I love them. Yes. I was going to say I don't know Jamie Demetrio, but actually we do. He's the rat guy, the rat bus guy from Fleabag. Yep. He's funny. He's been who was funny he's in Four Weddings and a Funeral. Something that I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I feel okay. like he even popped up somewhere else. He's just one of those people that pops up and you're like, "Oh, I know that guy. He's funny." Mhm. Um, Alana Glazer. Yes. And John Drum Curley. roll. Oh, sorry. <laughs> John so, Early. I can't wait for him to be on my television screen once more. I know. Um, side note, I started Search Party with my dad, and he was like, is that guy your favorite character? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. He was like, just was like, what else is he in? And I was kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> I was even scrolling through. I was like, he's in that movie with Mindy and Emma Thompson, but I feel like mostly I know him as a person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is 
strange. It's weird. I was like, mm-hmm. shouldn't I be able to list off a billion things? But kind of, no. Mm-hmm. It's a disgrace. So, anyway. Yeah. Extremely excited. Also, it's of note that it's from Christopher Miller and Philip Lord who did um, Into the Spider-Verse. <gasps> I didn't even and put are, that together. They're very hilarious. And it's just like, it's not it's like a win-win times a billion so like a billion Mm -hmm. win-win-win-win-win so yeah huge huge news big cast much much excitement such good news many excitement (laughs) (laughs) something i'm excited for is they announced a new netflix movie that camilla mendez and maya hawk are going to star in and it's from the creators that made someone great, which loved that movie. So um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see more of Camila Mendez outside of Riverdale because I think she will have has star potential. Agree. And I mean, I feel like she's lately she's had she's in a lot of stuff, but it's kind of like a small little role. Yeah, like she was in Palm Springs, but it was a very small role, but. Yeah, and she was really great in that, so I feel great mm-hmm. about that. And I've really only seen Maya Hawk in Stranger Things so far. Yeah, same. So, very excited. That's great news. I hadn't even seen that. Um, This isn't. This is continuing news. Remember when we read that insane cast for Adam McKay's new Netflix movie? Yes. They added... Tyler Perry, Ron Perlman, and Melanie Linsky this week. And yes, they did. And I meant friend- to actually send that to you on Twitter, but I figured you already knew, so I'm glad you are bringing it up. Very exciting. Yeah, it's super exciting. And friend of the pod, Melanie Linsky. <laughs> <laughs> Love our friend. <laughs> um, Couldn't be happier for her. And that cast is just like almost – honestly, it sounds fake because it's mm-hmm. just as – a, as a reminder – it's Jennifer Lawrence, Leonardo DiCaprio, Meryl Streep, and Kate Blanchett are just some of the people that are already in it. So pretty crazy. Like what and Adam even McKay. be happening? Yeah. Yeah. So very excited about that. Yeah, me too. Also, her husband's tweets to, th- to congratulate her were adorable. It's, it's just like if Jason Ritter and Melanie Linsky are... Probably the most underrated Hollywood couple that is alive <laughs> on the earth. Like, I agree. It's just ridiculous. If you want to um, see true love, go scroll through their feeds, basically. <laughs> really, though? Um, the Probably the biggest, like, blockbuster-y type of news is we have to talk about Wonder Woman is going to be going to HBO Max on Christmas Day. Yeah. I mean that is that is huge. I think that that's probably the biggest premiere cuz as far as I know it's like theaters and HBO Max same day. Mhm. Yep. Do you can you think of a bigger movie that's doing that? No, that I mean Mulan, but you still had to pay yeah. for it. And mm-hmm. this one you unless if you have HBO Max, you can watch it. But that's the only one I can think of. Yeah, I think that 
I I think that's a a perfect comparison. I think Mulan, if it hadn't been kind of that weird premiere situation, that would be equal to that to mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. But I mean, I'm excited, and I'm I think it's smart. Too. I feel like all these companies it's like they've kind of been kidding themselves like they just keep pushing it back and pushing it back Mm -hmm. all these premieres so it's kind of like we're just gonna go for it so that'll be very interesting yeah i think i mean i feel like great move on hbo max's part because people for sure would sign up for that just for wonder woman i think i think so too i think so too. i mean hopefully they get a roku up soon (laughs) Well, that's another small piece of news that now Fire Stick users can have it and not Roku still. Oh, okay. Baby steps. I know. The article I read was like, this is a good sign for Roku users because that means that like they're still there. They are working on these things. It just sucks for me personally (laughs) as a Roku user, (laughs) but whatever. It's a fine... My last piece of news is that, um, well, speaking of HBO Max, uh, Nicki Minaj is doing a six-part docuseries for HBO Max on her life. Wow, I hadn't heard about that. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder kind of like what point, like what will kind of be the focus? Because Mm -hmm. like she's been around for a long time. Maybe it's because like, didn't she literally just have a baby? Yeah, she did, and she, like, said she was going to – she was quitting, like, retiring. So that would be interesting. I'm just thinking, too, like, there's so many other, like, up-and-coming musicians that would also be really interesting, like, kind of that we don't know as much about their personal lives, you know? Mm -hmm. But I would actually really like to see Nicki Minaj's home life. (laughs) Yeah, seriously, it would be interesting to see her in, like, a home setting. Yeah, there is a an Amazon comedy special called Yearly Departed, which is starring Tiffany Haddish, Sarah Silverman, um, Natasha Rothwell, Zeewee, and our favorite, Patty Harrison. Good lineup. Uh, that is an amazing lineup. Um, and it premieres on December 30th. Wow can't wait Patty. and it's just supposed to be like a bunch of eulogies for 2020 oh my gosh <laughs> so i think it'll be great <laughs> that sounds amazing wow that's so that's fun what a fun like i know eve situation i love it um i actually lied i do have one more piece of news real quick and it is that they just announced the date or maybe the date changed but the date for the Netflix movie Malcolm and Marie with Zendaya and John David Washington is premiering February 5th. A little bit farther away than I was hoping for, but still excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know because that's I'm I don't know if this is like. I can't remember because I know we knew that this was dropping, but now the mm-hmm. date is official. So I don't really remember the timeline on that. But yeah, me yeah, neither. something to look forward to in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> when then depression kicks in Mm -hmm. um my last piece of news is no surprise but emily in paris was renewed for a second season yes i mean we i did 
I did see that. <laughs> Oops, I mean we. <laughs> some people were like, I can't believe. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean you can't believe? This, literally everyone is talking about it, positive or negative. <laughs> like, there's no way it wasn't getting a second season. Yeah, seriously. But haters want to hate, you know? Mm-hmm. So for our top three, we are uh, piggybacking off of the brilliance of Dash and Lily, um, who kind of have this love story where they are uh, responding to each other in a notebook and like daring each other to do things and will leave the notebook in places um, that they want each other to see and experience to like get to know them. And um, so for our top three, Jordan and I decided to pick three locations that we would leave our love notebook um, to have the person on the other end get to know us. So. Yes. And our places in our, our, our town of Salt Lake. Yes. Our, our beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. The. Dash and Lily takes place in New York and is very like a New York love love story. So, of course, we have to have a Salt Lake City love story. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, my first, um, my number three is the Capitol building. I love driving around the Capitol building and... It's very close to my house, and it's just the perfect view of the whole city, and um, it's just one of my favorite buildings in Salt Lake, and so I'd definitely leave it. I think there's, like, lions. I'd probably, like, leave it in the lion's mouth or something. I don't know. We don't have to get too Ooh. technical, <laughs> but that's my number three location. That's a perfect one. Thank you. Um I, um, my number three, I went, I wanted to have one, like, kind of food place in my three. Good idea. Um, that's what some of the places in the show, they have them order certain food and stuff. And by far the, the local, um, food and drink place that I go by far the most frequently is So Delicious Soda Shop. And there's one pretty close to my house. As of this last year, one of the good things that happened in 2020, actually, now that I think about that. And um, so, yeah, I would send them. That would be the first stop. And maybe that would be like because um, they start at the Strand, but it's like that's kind of where they have a shared interest. And so maybe if there's like a guy who loves So Delicious, then True. maybe he'll, he's the guy to find this thing. I don't know. So that's where I would have them start and I would have them order uh 44 either a 44 skinny second wife or a 44 skinny just friends wow you're already you're already really up in me because i didn't even give a dare but good job i just well i just thought of that as you were talking don't worry (laughs) (laughs) that was an ad lib what a lucky person though i want to be dared to drink to get a 44 ounce second wife was that one of your options? Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. One well, of my favorites. Consider yourself dared. 
next time we drive past one. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, my second location would be um, the pickleball courts at Fairmont Park. Um, my friends and I, including Jordan, love to go pl- play ball. And um, I would definitely make them... Um, play a game with that there's this older gentleman who plays at the courts and he's always by himself and he's always trying to like jump into other people's games and um is very serious and i would love to make them play each other for the notebook wow i want to watch this show now (laughs) it would be pretty good (laughs) we could also have there's also a big um skate uh, skate park right by the pickleball court so you could get some good action shots of skaters maybe passing the book along to the court true. I don't know just some director's Very notes <laughs> well that's the thing you'd have to give the our pickleball guy he would be like the one holding the notebook so like, yes. once you play a game with him he would be like okay you earned this wow fun Yes, I love it um Okay, my number two, um, I picked the Salt Lake Bees Stadium. Love it. Um, and you'd have to go to a game. We're lucky in Salt Lake that we don't have a major league baseball team, but we do have a minor league baseball team. And the games are very fun. And it's just a blast to just... I've spent a lot of time there at Bees games, and it's really, really fun. And so I think that would be a fun little experience to share they for sure would have to do the race where they're wearing um like the corn costume right yes that is genius yeah that's like (laughs) one of the seventh inning well no that doesn't make sense i don't remember which inning it is but they have to run a lap around and they have to dress in produce costumes because of the um our like local grocery store smiths <laughs> sponsors it. and so like they do that at baseball games all over the country and the costumes change and this one it's you're dressed as a vegetable or a fruit and it's really funny and see what a great tv show this would be that would be hysterical <laughs> mm, it really would be great one well i can't wait to hear your number one i i i wonder if it's similar to my number one I, I it's actually similar to your number three because I got to give it up to my local gas station, Maverick. I go there every single day at 12 p.m. <laughs> on the dot. So um, if they want to get to know me, they got to get to know my local Maverick and the employees at Maverick and get themselves a 44-ounce Diet Dr. Pepper. Um, and... Yeah, I think that is honestly the best way that they could get to know me. It's perfect. It's so perfect. Thank you. And yeah, shout out, shout out to Maverick by far, best gas station in Utah and in yes. any the states that have it. Just still waiting for Colorado to get more. Oh my gosh, I heard that Colorado got a um, in and out, and but that people were waiting waited twelve hours for it. Yes, I sent that it's crazy. My family has been waiting for so long to have an In-N-Out. And I we have them in Utah. Yeah. And so it doesn't seem as 
I mean, the lines are still very long in Utah, even though we've had them for years. So that's kind of mm-hmm. wild. But yeah, they are finally putting some in Colorado. And I saw someone on Twitter that was like, you know, it's actually only seven hours to drive to Orem and go to their in and out <laughs> Shorter than waiting in a 12-hour line. <laughs> That's actually hilarious and so it was, true. It was so funny. So I said that I said that to my family and they loved that. And also I'm we're sure sad. <laughs> it, it was a hit. <laughs> oh man. Um, okay, well, my number one is um something i miss so much right now is going to my favorite concert venue in salt lake the depot okay genius i it's we have a lot of good concert venues and that is just by far my fave it's so many good memories of great shows there and you can always see there you know mm-hmm. you can't <laughs> no always how short see. you are i mean I'm 5'5", five five, so I know people are shorter than me and maybe are like, I still can't see. But I can always <laughs> see there. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I don't know what maybe the dare would be, but definitely like pushing towards the front maybe and like just having a great, great concert experience because that's... I mean, I feel like they should get up on stage and sing a song. They should. Wow, great answer. Thank you. And... Next question, who would be the performers? Dash and Lily had the Jonas Brothers. Who would be yours? Mm, that's a great question. It would have to be someone that would actually go to the depot, you know? Like, it mm-hmm. can't be, like, Taylor can't Swift, be Taylor or something, Swift. Even though yeah. that would That's just our dream come true. <laughs> yeah, Taylor Swift at the depot. Yeah. Um, I actually, I mean, this is sort of cheating because I've never seen them there, but I, I just have bleachers on the brain. And, like, can't you just see Jack and the bleachers, like, being part of this? Oh, totally. Jack would love to help us out with that. I've never been lucky enough to see them at the Depot, which would be, like, an even more intimate concert experience than the other slightly bigger places I've seen bleachers. But that would just be perfection. He would love that. He would just be all all over it. And he's very – he would totally call someone up on stage, too. Mm Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, well, that's not fair. If they get to be that person, I should be that person. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you have to meet with him beforehand. True. Like, get it all figured out. True, 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 true. Wow. I love it. Directors call us. (laughs) Directors, listen to this podcast. We have so many good show ideas. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll tell you how terrible your shows are. But not this time, because okay, I love Dash and Lily. I, I loved it. it. I'm so, so great. I'm so happy you loved it because it's it was one of those things where like I saw it all over Netflix homepage, and I feel like I've seen the poster online. And obviously, like I'm a person who enjoys watching Hallmark Christmas movies, especially like for what they are, like super cheesy Christmas stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was like, is I was almost wondering if this was going to be like pretty cheesy. And while it was definitely very sweet, I was like, this was way not like way less cheesy than I was expecting. Like it was just like a fun, really fast moving, like just fun Christmas teen love story. I, lo- I thought it was so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it and I thought that it um, it I 
it went in places that I never expected it to go. And like, I think a show like that, you usually are like, oh, this is going to happen. Then this is going to happen. Then this is going to happen. But it was like, wait, what? I was not expecting it to like go this way. And it kept me on my the edge of my toes, edge of my seat, kept me on my toes. <laughs> All those of things. those things. <laughs> yeah, like, um, and it had just enough, like, angst and stress that by the like at the end of an episode there'd be a cliffhanger that you'd be like ah no like so many close calls but not enough to make you go crazy in my opinion i agree because usually those kinds of things do make me go crazy i'm like okay we get it but like this mm-hmm. is very unrealistic that this many bad things would happen to like keep these people apart you know yes and um Along the lines of what you're saying, where, like, it was surprisingly... There were some some parts... I feel like towards the beginning, maybe some things would be more predictable. But then by the end, it took, you're right. It went in different directions. And that was yes. really fun to not just see everything coming. Um, and I feel like part of that was that there weren't any really like, truly evil characters. Like, most of the characters were pretty likable like there weren't there were people you were rooting for over others but like i wasn't like oh that person is just like has horrible intentions and is like Mm -hmm. evil like an evil ex or something like it was all yeah everyone just like and that made people feel more real and relatable which was really added to the enjoyment of the show yeah i totally agree i feel like all the characters who typically would be like the grandpa and the ex-girlfriend and um the boy who like made fun of her when she was younger all of them had like um very redeeming qualities and like it was like if you get to know them you'll see that they are much more than these like one-off bad experiences that were had with them yeah totally you know as you're saying that I didn't think of this as I was watching it, but it totally reminded me of that aspect of Booksmart, the movie. Oh, yeah. Where, like, everyone is basically pretty – has redeeming qualities once you get to know them better. And I feel like that's Mm -hmm. so true in life. Um, And so I feel like I ended up basically liking almost every character. Like, I definitely had certain characters that I was like, well, I want them to end up with them. But I wasn't like, I hate that other character. Mm-hmm. It was just really just kind of a joy to watch. Yeah. And I love I love Austin Abrams. Yes. And I also really loved, uh, I think her name is Midori Francis. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually shocked to see that she is uh, 26 years old. I no, I was so shocked that because I was kind of like, oh, I bet he's a lot older than her. She's older than She's him. She's <laughs> two years older than him. That is crazy. Yeah. And it was one of those cases for sure where like they're supposed to be like 17 or 18 and mm-hmm. they pulled it off. Like I was shocked when I saw how old she was because a lot of yeah. times it's really obvious, but not in this case. They were believable, like smart, imperfect teens. Yeah, they were. Re- they did a great job of making her look pretty young. Yeah. I mean, she does have like a very young style that I think probably helps, but. For sure, for sure. Yeah, very believable. Um, And as far as like recommendations, I watched this whole thing with my dad and he loved it too. So I really feel like it's something that like everyone can enjoy. Um, 
truly a holiday show for the whole family. Seriously. Um, Fred Savage directed four of the episodes. Um, Nick Jonas was an executive producer. <laughs> Which is worth noting, and which is why there is a weird Nick Jonas <laughs> appearance. Um, I loved the Jonas Brothers performance, but the scene with just Nick, I was dying of laughter. I, it was, I don't know why. Oh, sorry, sorry. I totally cut you you're off. You're fine. All I was going to say it was just so forced. I was like, I mean, obviously Nick Nick's the only Jonas Brother who is actually a producer, but... Mm-hmm. I, it would have been so much better if all three brothers were in the scene because Agreed. Nick is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> He's a big weirdo. I mean, like, I'll never, I'm, I'm never going to be like a hater, but he is just goofy. It's like part of the funny, like part of loving the Jonas Brothers maybe is accepting how weird Nick is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just, if you could have thrown some Joe and Kevin in there too, that would have been cool. Yeah, I think it would have felt way less awkward. But if that's really, like, maybe the only... um, That was, like, the only cringy scene. My only negative feedback. Yeah. (laughs) Not enough Jonas Brothers. (laughs) 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 Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I'm so glad you loved it, too. It was just so really cute and fun and really got me in the holiday spirit. Agreed. Me too. It was perfect. We watched it in one night. So wow. Did you did you split it up? I think I split it up into three nights. But yeah, there's That's only a, eight episodes, and they're like twenty like, minutes long. Yeah, just like a pleasant little chunk of time over a few nights. That sounds great too. Either yeah. way, however you want to do it, you'll love it. Okay, who's your crush of the week? It's kind of challenging because I didn't watch Dash and Lily and like lust after any of the boys in it because they're all supposed to be young. Yeah. But even though they're not. So it's like <laughs> no judgment if that's where your crush came from. But I, I'm actually going to go elsewhere to one of my extracurriculars this week, which is, which like as you know, Taylor, it's had a lot of, I'm in quarantine and there's a lot of time to watch stuff. Um, <laughs> but someone who's really stood out to me is that I've been watching the latest season of Fargo and um, Chris Rock is like very good in it and he looks hot. And so I, he's my crush this week, even though we're not even discussing Fargo right now. <laughs> I love it. And I'm excited to watch that and see for myself. Yeah, I hope. I, I from hope the from the trailers, it did look like he looked really good. So it's not shocking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like he's like not hot usually. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like he's just very impressive in the show as a whole, and also looks hot. So you know. Also, I think part of it is that it's set in the 50s and those suits look are very unflattering on most all the other characters. <laughs> and he look he like pulls it off, so. Yeah. Well, perfect. Um I'm going to go with Austin Abrams. He is actually 24 years old. 
So oh, we've had creepier crushes than that, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, definitely. You know? Um, I just think I kept watching him and thinking that he was like more a blonder Timothy Chalamet, and um, I yeah, like totally, he, especially the hair, the hair. Totally. Yeah, the hair really does it, and like they kind of have a similar voice to me. Yes. Yeah, but I really like him and. I loved him in that Paper Towns movie, and... Well, I think he's he's really cute in Euphoria, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's adorable. But yeah, he's he is super crush-worthy, and his character, his character, I think, struck the balance of, like, he's, like, obviously pretentious in a funny way, but also is fun and silly, and that's perfect. Yeah, I think so, too. And it was clear that he has, like, a rough parent life and, but was still, ma- like, pretty mature and, like, making mature decisions, I would say, for being, totally. like, 18 years old. Yeah, I agree. I think that was, it was fun to see a show about teens where they, they still feel really young, but also aren't, like, really reckless and dumb. Not and, like, like before, yeah. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Euphoria is so, so good and so, so the stress level is so high. Yeah. <laughs> um, And this was like just as addicting, but like obviously more wholesome, but also not like pretending that there's not bad things in the world, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just really struck a good balance in a lot of ways, like balancing a lot of different sides to things. And it was really fun. Agreed. Loved it. Couldn't recommend it more. Watch it with your families this Thanksgiving holiday. It's perfect. Yeah, I love it. Well, thank you for listening. Thanks for... um, I was going to say listening again, so... (laughs) Just a big thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) And have a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, be safe and... Have a great holiday. Bye. Bye.